This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You know what they need to bring back? Cowboy campers. I said it. Long hauler edition, toe edition, like the, the long hauler cowboy. Yeah. F- bring back... Tell me a fifth gen with a factory cowboy camper would be bad. You're talking like where the cab is, it's like extended. And where they have that extra like, like the extra piece, like two feet of like, it looks like a shell on the back. Yeah. It's like take out the rear window yeah. and it just kind of attaches. Yeah. I make it an option, but I, but there's plenty of room in a mega cab for a person to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like there's plenty of room for a single person to sleep back there. And even so the, the toe edition. Bring it back with, so it's got, you know, aggressive gears. It's got, like, minimum four tens. Yeah. And not only that, bring back the manual. Yeah. Yes. For the tow guys. Yep. Bring back, and that's the only way you can get it. It's not an off-road edition. They would be the only heavy-duty truck that you could still manually ship. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. All right, so you know how we both have the same affection for the... John C. Riley and Will Ferrell yes. combination. Totally. <clears throat> and the reason I bring this up is because Sherlock Holmes is on Netflix, and I mm-hmm. love the movie with Robert Downey Jr. Yes. Like, those are epic. Mm-hmm. Love them. You brought up that one with <laughs> Will Ferrell. That is, I haven't even seen that whole movie because we walked out of the theater, like, <laughs> within probably 15 to 20 minutes. I should probably give it a second chance, but that has been the only movie where we like we went and paid, got like because it was one of those movie theaters where you they serve you food and beer like as you're watching the movie, which mm-hmm. is cool. Uh, but we we got we got our food, so it must have been more than twenty minutes because we ate and got it had a beer already. Uh, but we walked out of that movie, and the the ticket person like at the end was like, 
oh, what's going on? We're like, that movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, almost like devastated that we just <laughs> left. Like, I'm like, yeah, dude, this is a terrible freaking movie. Like, you wouldn't even stay for like the, the beer and the popcorn? No, wow. dude, this movie <laughs> is junk. Like there, there's not many movies of Will Ferrell and John C. Riley that because yeah. they're a great combo. Totally. But man, that was junk. And you haven't seen it. You need to watch it and tell me like within the first 20 minutes that you would be you would not stay for that movie. Okay. And I feel like people would 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 uh, our listeners would would agree it's pretty shit. What we're gonna do is uh, I'll start watching it because I pretty much only am able to watch movies with my wife because that's the only downtime we ever have is to watch movies. She's gonna be so mad at you for turning. I'm that not gonna on. tell her about this part. Don't. Though. Yeah. Oh, so, like just Sherlock Holmes. Hey, you watch, watch it. This shit movie with me. Yeah, no. Because you'd be like, why are we even trying to watch it if it's shit? No, give her. That's going to be the control. No, yeah, I'm not even. That's going to be the control. If my wife just doesn't want to watch it, like, oh, yeah, that movie sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is bad. For some reason, that it, it reminds me of uh, like times that I've either just like walked out, left, whatever. Uh, one of the only times that I ever like really got pissed off at like a, a movie or a CD like an album or something like that yeah and uh metallica saint anger i ejected that cd and threw it out the fucking window in my ranger i was like driving south on 101 in the bay area i just got so pissed off i like this is garbage eject woof i don't know about that yeah Can you, well, I, I, i'm not I, and i'm a metallica fan guys i love metallica like people are like are you metallica or megadeth metallica 10 times out of 10 okay guys uh but yeah, I threw that album out the fucking window, and I have yet to give it a second chance. This is junk. I think it's just garbage. <laughs> Keep in mind, like, I, I would rather listen to Load and Reload before saying Corey. Anything. Do you agree with that? You do. Wow. Oh, wow. See, yeah. I'm not. I was. I was never a big Metallica person. Like rock, I've always listened like to country music. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know if there's ever, I've ever had that experience. <laughs> Like, yeah, so I'll tell you, like, I'll, like this is shit. Yeah, <laughs> not, like. and then the other thing too is like a lot of people think like a lot of people don't like load and reload. I, I would take those, I would take that and Garage Days over Saint Anger, hundred percent, every every day, seven days a week. <laughs> wow, strong words. And I, I happen to be more of like an old like I, uh, Kill 'Em All, and Justice for All. I honestly, I like Ride the Lightning. It's it's not, like when I when I first think, man, I listen to Metallica. I always go to Injustice for All. For, it's my first one I always go to. Ride the Lightning has got to be. It's for me. It's Injustice for All, Kill 'Em All, Master of Puppets, Ride the Lightning, and then any other new shit. And S and M can be mixed in there anywhere. <laughs> if I've got a good stereo to listen on, S and M could possibly interject anywhere in there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Do you have any idea what I? No. S&M. Nope. Uh, the San Francisco Orchestra and Metallica did a, a double disc album together. It's actually amazing. Really? Yeah. Nothing hmm. like a heavy metal band backed up by like a 150-piece orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it oof. It, yeah, it's it good. is. Yeah. It, it <laughs> all right, all right. I'll makes t- the hair stand on the back of your neck and your nipples hard, man, especially on a good stereo. <laughs> 100%. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. 
Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The You've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are, they have, you know, anti-gel in there all the time. They have c in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons. And that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates. It, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it, it'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight eight plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked and we brought them back. Uh, we did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you. So now you can measure out your one ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or four ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. <laughs> okay, guys, thanks for tuning in. This has been Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast coming at you from Spokane, Washington, where it's currently almost second like, winter. Like the, the really, really pre-spring second winter. It's like cold enough for snow, but it ain't happening. Yeah. What the hell, man? When I, when I was driving back from the sand dunes on Sunday, it was snowing. <laughs> Like a lot. <laughs> it was snowing last night. I was looking out my window and, and you can see like the snow. Like if you look up, you can see snow, but it, it doesn't even get within 10 feet of the ground before it actually like just it's gone. Like, it's, yeah. It's weird. Uh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. You can check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can find us on there by searching America's Diesel Podcast. You can also find us on the old social medias. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, sort of TikTok, and YouTube. YouTube is probably the best place to leave comments if you want to have a chat about the episode. We have some usual suspects that always chime in every time. Jim Lawrence looking at you, but our resident fact checker who receives absolutely zero compensation, but always leaves a dissertation, and I love it. Carl Chumas also coming in hot with a lot of good stuff as well. Chase Wilcox, some of your usual suspects right there. Uh, Instagram. For those of you that don't know, we do have an Instagram page. We are really working on pumping those numbers up because we do want to get that a little bit more notoriety out there. Uh, so if you don't follow us, go ahead and give us a follow. You can find us on there by searching America's Diesel Podcast. We do go live every Wednesday. In fact, we just finished one of those live sessions because uh, we film usually one or two sessions every Wednesday. After one of those, we go live for about 15, 20 minutes, right around 5 p.m. Pacific time, and have a nice lively chat, answer questions, let you know what we have going on, and just all around have a good time and a beer with the boys. Tyler, hit him with the reviews. Oh, yeah. Let's keep those reviews coming in, good or bad. We'll take both. doesn't really matter. Screw it. I think both help. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, but uh, uh, leave a review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier. Screenshot that and send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck or the truck you want and and, uh, and your address, and we'll send you a sticker. It looks just like our logo right behind it. me. Right there. Yeah. Lastly, if you need parts for your diesel pickup truck, make sure and check out dieselpowerproducts.com. Website is live, obviously, 24-7. We have sales techs on the phone, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday. They can answer any questions you have and get you the part you need ASAP. If you're looking at a part on the website and it says quick ship on there, it is a verified in stock. Pull the trigger, let it ride, get it going, ASAP. Uh, last, and if you are a podcast listener and you're ordering parts from the website and you're on the phone, make sure and tell me you're a podcast listener. We tell those up at the end of the week and make sure that we're getting all the good numbers staying in the green. If you're ordering online in the shipping notes or delivery notes option, I can't remember which one it is, make sure and write the word podcast so I can search it later on. If you purchased something from us in the past and you're listening to this, you're like, damn it, I didn't write a podcast on there. Don't worry, you can still let us know. Shoot me a DM, email, call me, whatever. Let me know your order number or your email address and I'll get that flagged and tagged and make sure that counts towards us doing a good job here. 
Lastly, if you're buying parts for your diesel pickup and you're not shopping with us, I want to know why. Straight up, good, bad, happy, sad. I want to hear about it. Because um, honestly, at the end of the day, anything you can tell me about why you're shopping with someone else only gives me more arrows in my quiver to make our website better and help you get the parts you need faster. Anytime yes. I can put a smile on your face, I'm happy about that. Also, in the comments, I want to hear about your... I want. What is your order of Metallica albums? I want to hear that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's get <laughs> the episode. All right. So, <clears throat> so I usually get my diesel news and like information on cool new things by uh, Diesel Army. Artie, I've, I've met him, hung out with him. Yeah. Great dude. He does a kick ass job on uh, at Diesel Army. So. I came across this. Uh, I came across a couple of things, but the first thing that I sent you earlier, okay, there's a there's a 2002 Ram 2500. It's it, so this has been circulating the uh, the Facebook the, a little bit here. This, so, this yeah. particular one, yeah. Oh really? Oh, uh, I never yeah. saw it. But anyways, 69 miles on it. Hey, <laughs> uh, that's, that's not 69,000. Yeah, no, 69, 69 individual. Not three digits, two digits, 69. Um, 69 miles. It sold on a, a website. Uh, have you, you've heard of Bring a Trailer? Bring a trailer, yeah, yeah. So my dad showed me that website like not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sold for $76,000. Dude, that is insane because you, I, okay. I love me a second gen. I think that body style done right is a killer looking truck. I love that body style. I think it's so aggressive looking. I love the, the front fenders, end, the, the fenders. Uh, it's just like, yeah. I, I interior could be, you know, better. Of course, we all know the dash issues. They fall apart if you look at them wrong. But like for that price, like dude, that guy could have bought a brand new Power Stroke or a brand new Cummins loaded with zero miles. <laughs> But you just bought a VP truck. With with almost <laughs> double the horsepower. Um, yes. I shit you not, almost double the horsepower. That's an NV40. It was an automatic. It's a 5600, NV6 speed. So that's a, what's that? It's got two, no. What's I think a 235 horse. 235 crank? Or, yeah. But, like, I, I okay, I get that it's, it's a low mileage truck, but let's be completely honest with ourselves here. Listen, I own a second gen. I think it's a I think they are a great truck for a newbie diesel guy that wants a used truck to get into diesel and play yeah. with and work on. It's an easy truck to work on. Parts are still relatively cheap for it. Even the injection pumps aren't too aren't too bad. They've actually gone down in cost. They've gone if you down. Can believe that or not, when I first started here, they've gone down in cost. Yeah, there's a ton of parts out for them. Uh it's a great platform mm-hmm. for a newbie. Yeah. But but my God, 70s, like, I want to talk to the guy that bought that truck. Like, is he actually going to buy this truck as his daily truck? Or is this just like maybe a guy that's just like collecting vehicles? Because to me, that is so outrageous, mm-hmm. so overpriced. Like, I think, I think, I think at most that truck should have brought. Uh, I'm going to say 50. I think that's still too much. I think, I think 50 is like. That's pushing it, man. I think I it's think got less than thirty miles. I think, on it. but it's still a VP forty four powered truck with if, if a lackluster the, performance. Is, if you're in the thirty lackluster range, 
That's the sub-100,000 mile truck. Yeah, I get that. But, man, for that kind of money, you could almost buy my truck. And my truck has more options than that truck. And it has way more power. (laughs) Like, it has double the power. So, to me, it's just like, I I get that it's a low-mileage truck. Yes. Okay? You don't find a truck with sub-100 miles on it ever. Like, that doesn't happen. But at the same time, it's like that. I think that price is super overinflated. I think thirty grand would be the cap on something like that. Anything after that, you're just wasting money. Well, I think it's pretty clear that whoever bought that is, is buying it for either reasons that we cannot comprehend, or for for just reasons unknown. Yeah, for all I, we know, I, I, he's I don't a know, man. Millionaire. And sure, brand- but at that point, why buy a second gen with that kind of mileage? Why well, not buy a third gen with that kind of mileage? So he's probably sitting there going. You know, okay, uh, my grandpa had this truck because he's the one uh, who built this empire. It's nostalgic. Sure. I or maybe Ram bought it for their museum of trucks. Right. Who knows? I would rather spend that kind of money on a first gen with 69 miles on it than I would a second gen. But maybe just the, the it was, it had to be a second gen. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, I want to talk to that guy. I, I want to like, talk to you. I want to find out who bought it. <laughs> It's probably some eccentric, like just create, like kind of half schizophrenic kind of person. I don't know. I, 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 I bet I, you this gets shipped to uh, uh, Dubai. Yeah. For some for some reason, I get to see some guy. But still, some, like those guys shake over there, just like Dodge Ram, sixty nine thousand miles. Sixty nine. Oh, sixty nine. Oh, seventy six thousand. Okay, I will not yeah. eat steak tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, it's a clean truck. It's a sport, so it's got a paint match front bumper. Mm-hmm. It's got a paint match rear. It's white, but man, for that kind of money, like, well, here's on the other side of that. I mean, me and you were just talking about this today, just before this thing started. Um, so, give you a little bit of backstory about like how me and my dad started talking about this. So, I, I don't know why, but for some reason, my I think my dad is starting to look at trucks. Um, he's he's. He, I would consider my dad a truck guy. He always has been. But at this point in his life, let's be real. He doesn't need a truck. Yeah. Okay. But he was also the guy that impressed upon me in my early teen years. You're never not going to need a truck. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, but my dad's also, he, he like he likes uh, European, he, he's like a BMW. He likes a twin turbo BMW. He, he likes, likes to go fast, but he also, he's like, you know what? I worked my ass off. I'm retired. Like, I don't want to be in some rickety old car. Like yeah, I, I go fast, and I want a nice stereo. Yeah, I want a nice leather seat. It was all kind of shit, but he still, I think he still has a kind of thing in his back pocket. Where he's like, <laughs> I think deep down inside, he like he really likes my blue truck because of what it represents. Yeah, and me and my dad have like complete polar opposite like political views. Oh yeah, <laughs> but when it comes to like like automotive rowdiness, he and I are on the same page with stuff. Like the whole thing as far as like LS swapping everything. He and I understand it. We get it. But it's like it, we're sort of against it, but at the same time understand it. Yeah. It's like if he and I, if he or I ever got like an old classic Ford, we'd have a hard time putting an LS in there. It'd have to be a good reason to put an LS in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it, you know what I mean? Like it just it, right. put the right engine in there. Keep yeah. this, cars have souls. Right. Cars, there's a little moxie, a little shaky shake in a car. You know, cars feel things. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're going to do a newer engine, like do a Coyote swap or something. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But he's been sending me these. Uh, he's in Reno, and he's been sending me these ads for these trucks. And uh, it's it's pretty evident that he hasn't started just for some reason looking 
until the last like two or three weeks because or else he would have been accustomed to these prices he's been sending me these trucks he's like ben the fuck what is this (laughs) how in the world could they ask this much money yeah are you is are they serious is there and and his thing it's like uh, like he knows like square body forwards or obs forwards that's my jam so like he'll message one to me he's like is there something i'm missing is there is this engine like the 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 six month production that makes it worth this much yeah what am i missing here but that's a very analytical guy (laughs) and i'm like no man this is yeah this is how it is that's an F two fifty. That's got a TTB in the front. That's actually the less desirable one. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Why are they asking six grand? It is what it is, man. That's yeah. what it is right now. And so, <laughs> I feel bad because he's like, I feel like he wants to spark a conversation, but I'm just like, dude, where have you been living on a rock? Like, what the hell, yeah, man? You have yeah. Facebook? Like, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I, I sent him one today. Of uh, oh, I, I also I because I have a screenshot of the old one that I sent. Uh, we talked about in a previous episode truck pricing. Yeah. It was at the like four hundred and nineteen thousand mile F three fifty. They were yeah. asking twenty grand. That a new paint job. Yeah. New paint <laughs> gonna... And I sent him that one. He's like, oh. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh but there there's actually <coughs> one that popped up um somewhat local up here. So it's actually in Missouri. Um that's not local at all. <laughs> Who the hell sent me this? Why is it in the Spokane Craigslist? Wow, they must be doing a, a nationwide for some reason, I just said local. I thought I said Montana. I said Missouri. It's Missouri. Uh, so this is not local to us at all. We're in Spokane. <laughs> in Missouri. Way off. <laughs> but for some reason, it's listed in Spokane. So good job whoever made that listing on Craigslist. Maybe there's a Spokane, it's, Missouri. It's a dealership. It's not. It's, oh. it's in, Eure- oh, it's in uh, Eureka, Missouri. Gotcha. Uh, but it's a 99 Dodge Ram 3500 5.9 one-owner five-speed 4x4 Extended cab and since of the because of the year has the open open third third door. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, NV forty five hundred truck, bone stock, dually, mind you, seventy six thousand miles. Forty one thousand eight hundred dollars asking price. <laughs> and I'll go ahead and put it out there. This thing is absolutely pristine. Da- you and I are looking at pictures already. Dash yeah, yeah. is perfect. It's not leather interior, but everything's there's not even a crease in the seat. The shit, it's own, and the, even the description it says owned by one elderly couple. And I think because of where it originally or where it originated from, I think it originated from up here is why the posting maybe hit up here because they talk about it lives in a place where they don't use salt. We don't use salt up here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're asking. It's an SLT. They're asking. You know, almost forty two thousand dollars. So that going back to your sixty nine. Mile, yeah, for seventy six thousand dollars. Listen, I get it's low mileage, but at the same time, I think there's a cap on those trucks. Like again, there's there's well, there's there's front end issues, there's injection pump issues, there's interior issues on these trucks that you cannot get away from. I don't care if it has sixty nine miles or not; it just sat. It's going to happen. They're not looking at that though. They're looking at the truck. It's an asset. They're they're trying to see it as an asset. It's not an asset. That's my money too. They're they're looking at it as like, a, as it's it's an object that cost them. I I understand nothing. that, but for seventy six thousand dollars, I could get a really nice brand new truck, really nice, that has a screen in it that's probably bigger than the TV in my RV. I'm gonna put this <laughs> out there, and I don't want to like try and like put myself on a certain economic level, but where me and my wife are at right now. If someone just gave us seventy six thousand dollars, with the knowledge that I have, and I'm not saying I'm a freaking genius or anything like that, 
but the way that my wife and I have set ourselves up in our life. If someone gave us $76,000, my kids would be set for life, and I'm pretty sure their kids would be set for life. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying because $76,000 is enough to cover everything else, but... Yeah, but if they give you $76,000 to buy a truck with, and that's the only thing you could buy, you ain't buying a 69-mile-second gen, I can tell you that right now. No. There's no way you would do that. There's <laughs> no way. Not even a little bit. <laughs> no, like, I wouldn't even consider it. Be like, wow, that's way overpriced. That's a freaking stupid deal that's 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 ridiculous <laughs> that's outrageous it's outrageous um i have to use a bathroom this sucks you, can you talk for two minutes by can yourself a little bit yeah okay <laughs> right, keep him entertained ben <laughs> this is ben time so we talked about metallica in the beginning of this, this episode we're going to talk about metallica now um i'm going to go ahead and uh, go on a little rant here about heavy metal if you will thrash metal per se um i know that there was the me and Corey are going to talk right now because he, he's you can't see him on camera but me and him are going to talk me and him me and him little backstory me and Corey. there is no way that me and Corey weren't in the same place at the same time sometime in southern california because all of our if you were to track if we had trackers on our on us we didn't know each other but i guarantee we're in the same place at the same time at one point so there's the there's the big four for what's like the 80s and 90s heavy metal. What was it? Uh, Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Anthrax. Okay. Um, of those four, okay, I'm a Metallica fan, hands down. I will say as I've gotten older, I have become a bit more of a Slayer fan. I was never not a Slayer fan. Let me just put that out there. But uh, for, for some reason, I have just found myself listening to more, more Slayer. So you're you're slay over Metallica. Can we all agree that Anthrax is number four? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, so would you be Slayer, Metallica, Megadeth, Anthrax? Okay. You and I are not for often. I, I would be probably Metallica, Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, Anthrax. Metallica, Wow, I totally know, forgot Black Album in that in that Way too much. There. Everything else. I, I would probably... so. Man, so what I said before was, uh, I can't remember if I said Kill Em All or Injustice for All first, but those are my, my top two tied. So we'll, we'll say Injustice for All, Kill Em All, Master of Puppets, Ride the Lightning, Black, everything else. Uh, Saint Anger, not even on the list. I disregard it. Yeah. Corey's happy he never bought it. You can't hear Corey right now. I mean he made like a one side conversation, but yeah. Uh yeah, last note, Anthrax isn't any on this. I've never even bought or downloaded anything from Anthrax. Um yeah. Megadeth I could take a leave. There are some guys that are like hard Megadeth guys, but yeah. To be fair, all of all of It's true. <laughs> but but it is like, Corey says all those bands I could really take or leave. And I agree. They're they're not like if you took away it, those four bands, I, I I'd still be okay in my life. But uh, yeah, of those four, Metallica is my top four. This is a, a little bit different. I would put Black Sabbath over Conversation over Anthrax. And I'm so not sure why we're doing this. Black Sabbath over Anthrax in the Big Four. I would totally. I just think that the uh, Black Sabbath just uh, timeline wise. Because when you think about the big four, it's like the big four stadium tour arena they were just guys. A early, uh, yeah, they're a little too early. Yeah, 100. Yeah, 
All right, back to diesel trucks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I would say there's a, there's a lot of diesel guys out there that are also, you know, don't get me wrong, I like my country. Maybe we could dive into some country some, sometime soon if you want to talk about country. Sometime soon. Um, <laughs> so uh, this one kind of uh, struck my eye, but then when I read about it, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's still kind of stupid. Um, so one thing that I thought that Ram missed the bus on mm-hmm. is putting a diesel on a power wagon. So having a power wagon with a diesel. They do, they don't do it. Power wagon. Well, like the Ram Charger power wagon type deals or No, the the power wagons you could buy that come with like a winch and oh. better wheels and tires and So it's still 2500 2500 power so the wagon. So 2500 like trim package all that like the power wagon trim package if you will in a diesel but not a diesel right I totally agree okay they i think they missed the bus on that because i like, think that's pretty cool because when i think of a a truck now i know they're more thinking of like off-road stuff obviously it's lighter not by much but it is lighter blah 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 but i think that would be cool to have the power wagon with a power wagon with a diesel i think it'd be I, I badass people, right people calling in asking like they're basically trying to make a diesel power wagon right but you have to add you know add a winch and all that fancy mm-hmm. stuff it's got lock sway bar disconnects all that fancy stuff right so i saw this uh heading again shout out to diesel army this is where we get basically all our news from um so it says this just in a 2022 silverado new diesel off-road package okay and i was like oh cool Silverado, cool salt axle maybe <laughs> No. Don't want it. <laughs> Here's the. This is so stupid. This is what they consider off road. BFG all terrains. Bilstein shocks factory. <laughs> it's got, according to GM, uh, GM authority sources, this upcoming diesel off road package will be offered in the LT and RST trim packages. The new 2022. RST? RST, yeah. I do not know of that trim package. I was trying to think of an acronym. Think of what it stands for, but I have no idea. RST, whatever that is. Uh, the new 22 silver, 22 silver auto will be backed with a list of upgrades, which include the following. Now, when I first, Sound. when I, I didn't look at what it was listing and I was like, oh, sweet. Like maybe some cool, like a locker, like a winch, like some extra, you know, some lighting, some cool stuff. Baja control arms or some shit, like some cool, right? <laughs> yeah, you'd think. 373 axle ratio. No shit. <laughs> Didn't they already have that? How is that something you list as an upgrade? LT27565R18C MT Good uh, Goodyear Wrangler Duratrack black wall tires. <laughs> you can't see my face right now, but I'm uh, visibly oh, upset. This doesn't even like. I want to call GM and be like, "You guys are idiots. This is not even supposed to be on an off-road vehicle." Chrome Assist steps, guys, guys. You can't even at least hard folding tonneau cover, guys. Guys, do you what the you guys did so good with the diesel ZR2? You did so good with it. This is your off road package. What like what is off road? Like your yard? <laughs> like a grassy I'm, field? I'm stunned. I'm d- yeah. So three liter LM2 Duramax turbo diesel. 277 horsepower, 460 foot-pounds of torque. Still more horsepower than that uh, uh, 99 whatever year freaking second gen we were just looking at for 72 grand. Cost the same. Um, so, yeah, I I immediately got depressed after I started looking at, like, what it entailed. So the 372. 372- oh, it's got red tow hooks. But I think the non 
off-road package has red hooks. <laughs> so if the 373 is part of the off-road package, what is not part of the off-road package? What gears they come with? Probably 355s. And a uh, LT265 55. <laughs> oh I don't know, but they're not they're good gears, but they're not Duratracs. They're not black. And they're white wall. <laughs> the tires are flipped around. Chrome assist steps. That just <laughs> A hard folding tonneau. What is what is a hard folding tonneau cover have anything to do with an off road package? I would think like maybe some sort of like, uh, um, you know, like a bed accessory package or something. You know, with like you can put a like Ram. Okay, Ram box. They have a freaking gun mount. Badass. These guys no hard folding tonneau cover, which you can pick up aftermarket for probably half the price. Anyways, I am. Yeah, it's disheartening. I'm upset. (laughs) This one, I didn't read all the way through this one, but the, 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 the title of it just speaks volumes. VP Harris announces actions to replace or repower diesel trucks. So, um, (laughs) you got a lot of comments there, but I can't see them. Uh, this involves anyone with a diesel-powered truck or bus with a 14,001-pound 14, GVWR or more. Um, so by January 1, 2023, a vehicle with 14,001-pound or greater GVW with a 2007 to 2009 engine must be replaced or repowered with a diesel engine that has the newest emission standards. <laughs> so um so yeah so, you either gotta do an engine swap on your i mean these are we're obviously talking about like heavier heavier duty trucks so or medium there's duty gonna or be a trucks. huge market for some cheap ass 07 <laughs> seriously trucks <laughs> seriously it's just so ridiculous um i could you her uh her talking about it would probably be like uh <laughs> <laughs> we see the possibility of a cleaner world with the possibility of us possibly being able to uh, live the dream of cleaner environment via the possibility of everybody dreaming the impossible, but then turning it in to the possible. Uh, <laughs> like that's all I hear. <laughs> and, and you're going to end it with, and when that time comes, We'll have that conversation. We'll have that conversation. We'll have that We're going to continue to... I thought she was continuing to do what they've always done. <laughs> so we're, we're going to continue to do with what we thought we needed to do to do what we've always done. To get to, make, to where we're going. To get to where we're going to protect our future because by to, regarding our past in respect to what to we're doing and to what to, we're doing. To what we're doing currently to project... Better. Better. Cleaner world. <laughs> Do you know what's funny about like this administration? I saw, I don't know how real this is. I just saw it was something on Instagram where it was Elon Musk talking to someone. They had like that electric car summit. Yeah. And Texas. Elon was like, I wasn't even invited. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have like GM and Ford. They're like, oh, they're groundbreaking electric vehicles. Nobody's buying them. Yeah. Nobody wants to spend that money. Nobody's buying those vehicles. And then Elon's like, well, freaking selling the crap out of Teslas. Like, 
I've said this before. Tesla would probably be the only electric vehicle that I would even consider buying, which is not going to happen because I don't like electric. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of electric vehicles. They have their place. I'm sure they're cool. I'm sure they're fun. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Don't want to deal with it. I like internal combustion engines. I like power. I like sound. I like that combined into a throttle pedal that you can use and feel mm-hmm. and just, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Also, the uh, let's talk about current, you know, a little bit current event here. Uh, Elon Musk buying a nine percent share in Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> and then saying, "All right, cool. You want to come on the board?" He's like, "Nah." Do he should do? He should make their motto just just to, just to piss everybody off. Make social media great again. <laughs> that should be Twitter's new <laughs> just to rattle their cage. And, and the fact that he <laughs> he uh, he went out on stage to open Texas. Texas is a gigafactory in a cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you have one of the most like eclectic, possibly autistic dudes, <laughs> yeah. successful autistic. Well, like if he is actually, we all know he's probably in the spectrum somehow. <laughs> and he's the Jeez. richest man. Is he the richest man in the world? I think so. Yeah. I think he passed Bezos. Either way. And if I, he has the wherewithal to walk out like I'm in Texas. Yep. Yep. Come on. Anybody? Give my hat? Yep. You give me that cowboy hat. Give it ten thousand dollars. Yep. Give me a hat. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Crazy. So yeah, that's kinda all I got for like just kind of the main stuff I saw. I don't know. Anything else you wanna talk about? You wanna in, 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 indulge me in? I if we end up talking about this, we're gonna go down a deep dark circle. That's okay. But it's the how far GM missed the ball on that off-road package. They had an opportunity. I feel like every, they, every company oh, – first off, do, uh, are we ready to go down this? Are, are we doing it? I think we're already there. Fuck. All right, let's go, boys. <laughs> Everybody, get your, get your tissues out. Get your sad pants on. Let's, let's go down the dark hole. If OEM manufacturers actually took a second to take their heads out of their asses to actually talk to people and go out and do things, things like, say, Jeep does or potentially yeah. Ram does, and actually see what people are using their truck for and making these – they wouldn't make these stupid, god-awful packages. How do you have the audacity to call it a fucking off-road package? I know. There's nothing off-road about that. You put an all-terrain tire on there, black side out, and give it <laughs> mediocre gears and a fucking town out cover? We're like, listen, guys. Red tow hooks? What is this, a fucking <clears throat> Jeep? We've, I'm sorry, guys. It, it's just it, – We've we, got a know. ton of red powder coat left, okay? Powder. We're going to powder coat some tow hooks red, okay? we got a ton of tonneau covers that we didn't sell in the earlier models. Let's put a tonneau cover on it. We'll paint the tow hooks red. And get this, guys. We can use the same tires. We're just gonna flip them, put the black wall out. That's it. Hurts no off one. road. Boost off the road. economy. Like who's that guy? <laughs> who like who is in? I gotta Google this. Who's in charge of the off road? Who's in charge of the truck program at GM? I gotta say, I'm glad you interjected right there. I dropped a bunch of f bombs. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but I, I my my the tips of my fingers are tingling right now. Well, I, I just feel like they've they've had so many years of. At this point, there's been so many modified trucks out there that they can pull ideas from to make a better offer. Like, they're competing with the Power Wagon. I think the Power Wagon um, is probably one of the most outfitted stock trucks 
four off road. Full that's si- a full size truck. You yes, you like just just like we all know, a Jeep is probably and and possibly the Bronco now, but factory out. That's not a truck. I, I know, but oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going here. Okay. So, so like a, a Jeep or a Bronco is going to be the most off road oriented vehicle on there, as far as like half ton, whatever. You get into the actual like three quarter ton size truck. A power wagon is the most outfitted truck, period. Yeah. It, yeah. Man, that uh, I'm looking at all the executives at GM right now to try to find who is in charge of this. None of them look like they've ever even drove on a dirt road. You, you know, you want to know what this may give it be a good spiral real quick here, but like there is a certain genre or edition like edition of truck that I think is being completely missed. And I, I think they're Dodge. Somewhat tapped it's into Ram it. now. It's Ram it's now. Ram, sorry, yeah. Ram somewhat tapped into it with their trains tradesman edition. The truck for the working man. Has all, everything you need, nothing you don't. So right. I have a feeling it's probably Alan M. Wexler is uh because he's senior vice president strategy and innovation. Possibly this guy. Again. Looks like he's never. Uh, it has to be him or the president. That guy's got a strong chin. He's got a, big old chin. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a strong chin. Okay, that guy looks like he drives a Tesla to go fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He may go fishing in some really random places. And he's got like the whole getup, the vest yeah. with the flies on it. He's not even fly fishing. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, there's two ways that guy goes fishing. He yeah. drives a Tesla, or he just then- he just he just opens his mouth and face plants into the water and just grabs him <laughs> with his mouth. <laughs> it's like Colin. It's like imagine Jay Leno times like three and a half right here. We're talking yeah, about this guy's yeah. jawline. Okay, so this guy is in addition to that. He he also he either. F- Drives up in a Tesla to some curated fishing spot where the yeah. Tesla is no more than 50 feet from the best trout fishing in the world, right? Yeah. Some random spot. Yeah. Or he gets literally dropped off by a helicopter to go fishing and picked up again. Yeah. And it's probably like a stocked pond at a golf course. Yeah. In yeah. some place. That, yeah. <laughs> like- Otherwise, this guy... <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me get back okay. to that. We, we could we could rip on this guy's jawline for the next six years yeah, and I'd still be happy about it. <laughs> so the <laughs> who's that cue ball? <laughs> who's that bald guy? Whoa, this guy's got a forehead. He could just he could just advertise for the off road edition right on his freaking forehead. <laughs> guy's got a billboard forehead. Okay. okay so we're we making fun that. of people's we, looks. I know I look goofy too. I got a that. shitty hairline. It's called slander, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> we're getting sued. We did it. Okay. But so no, I mean let me, let me get back to this edition okay. of truck that I think is is being completely missed. Okay. <laughs> I think that the the towing edition of truck is being completely missed. Yes, hundred percent. And what I mean by that is, you know, they make the off road truck. They make the the platinum truck. I know it's a Ford thing, but they make like the high class. Like it's a truck, but it still can you know hold hold its own in the city amongst the Mercedes and the yeah you know all kinds of super nice on the inside. They got the the trades edition truck or the you know tradesman or something like that. It's like yeah. bare bones, barely power anything. You you don't need that. You're working. Yeah. F that. Yeah. What they're and I don't want to say it's the hot shot edition, but they're they're missing the. 
the Tyler, the guy that tows, and, and it can be on a, a single or dual rear wheel. Well, do you remember the Ram Long Hauler Edition that they kind of teased? Long Hauler? Yeah. No. So that's kind of what um, what you're talking about that's there. That's exactly what I'm talking about, if that's what I think it is. Uh, let me see if I can find the a picture of it. The name implies exactly what I'm thinking. Um, it comes with like an extra, like a slip tank uh, in between the cab and the bed so that it's longer. Mm-hmm. I'll show Yeah. Uh, so like nice seats, entertainment system, more aggressive gears. Yeah, it's a concept. Look at this thing. So this is the Ram Long Hauler Edition. So that is a truck okay. designed for, you guessed it, long hauling. Yeah. <laughs> so you see the added little piece in front of the bed totally. in, between the cab and the bed? That's great. Yeah. So they teased it. It was a it was a concept, but it never never hit production. So the you know the 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 tow edition guy. So like the you have a fifty gallon tank. Yeah. You know, having a to a, love that right now. A factory larger <laughs> tank than that, or even like a, a factory option for a slip tank in the bed. Something that's got like, you know, maybe a I think I think if they did, there's so many Hotshot drivers, like you said, mm-hmm. if they took a mega cab and made it with a flip down bed in the back and like a small fridge freezer, mm-hmm. cooler, something, some sort of amenities, maybe a little TV, you know, something for the guy that's going to yeah. pull over and, and take a nap in his like truck. Like they used to do like the top pigs and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. They should bring it back. You know what they need to bring back? Cowboy campers. I said it. Long hauler <laughs> edition. Toe edition, like the, the long hauler cowboy. Yeah. F- bring ba- Tell me a fifth gen with a factory cowboy camper would be bad. You're talking like where the cab is, it's like extended. And where they have that extra, like, like, the extra piece, like that, two feet of like, it looks like a shell on the back. Yeah. It's like take out the rear window yeah. and it just kind of attaches. Yeah. I make it an option. But I, but there's plenty of room in a mega cab for a person to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, there's plenty of room for a single person to sleep back there. And even so. The the tow edition, bring it back with so it's got you know aggressive gears. It's got like minimum four tens. Yeah, and not only that, bring back the manual. Yeah, yes for the tow guys. Yeah, bring back and that's the only way you can get it. It's not an off road edition. They it's would not, be it's the only heavy duty truck that you could still manually shift. I and it comes. Uh, does with anybody like, know why they got rid of the manual transmission? I would. Did imagine. they not sell them? Like, are you kidding me? Like, why would you not, like, if I, that's a good if question. my truck was offered in manual, you bet your ass I would have Yeah, you would have bought it for sure. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Like, n- there's no question. 100% I would buy that. Mm-hmm. Why did they get rid of it? We need to try to find someone that we could talk to. I have a I feel like that- we could have a good conversation with Ram, where mm-hmm. it'd be like, a, you know, like, we talk, you know, where it would be like GM or Ford, it'd be like, well, well, listen, it just wasn't feasible with the uh, current market. Yeah, the, uh, Br- uh, bring bring Captain Chin on. <laughs> bring Captain Chin on. Yeah, yeah. we'll call him Chimney <laughs> from GM. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, no. Shit, that's the wrong guy. We yeah, need, that's, we, that's need guy from from, we need Daryl from we need Daryl from Ram. Yeah, yeah. We, we need, need the talk guy, to him. the guy that's bounced from from department to department. He was fired from SRT. I want to talk to that guy who was the guy that put the SRT engine in the minivan. Yes. Like that's the guy. That's like our people. <laughs> yeah. That's our people. <laughs> I want to know the guy who made that call. Come on in, sit down. We'll yeah. pour you as many Teddy Brewskis as you want. Yeah. Seriously. We'll put your pager on vibrate. Yeah. And we'll have ourselves a good old fashioned talk. 
Yeah. So I no, I 100% agree with you. I think they should have went. I mean, I know I, I kind of have an idea on why they didn't do that long hauler version. Obviously, it's a stretched frame. So it's a totally different chassis, totally different frame. The bed, it looks like, is a piece of the, you know, the main bed of it is like from a long bed. And there's that added section there. But, I mean, the frame would essentially be the only different part. And, obviously, fuel system stuff. Um, I'm sure you can transfer fuel from tank to tank or whatever you yeah. need to do. But, I mean, heck, they've had that technology since the 90s. Your blue truck. Yeah. Like. Dual tanks. Dual tanks. Beep. Like, come on Literally now. Literally used it day before yesterday. Still works. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know either. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Because so, I, I do agree with you. They are missing a missing the uh, I I understand why they didn't do the power wagon in a, a, mm -hmm. a diesel kind of a thing. I I, I get that. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, step out of the box. Do something that I mean, guys use these trucks for truck stuff. Yeah, they're towing stuff. They're a lot of self-employed people that do hotshot driving. They're towing campers or boats or cars or goods, whatever. All across the country, like, could you imagine the tow edition being able to come from the factory? This is a DDC wheels on it. That'd be fucking. Do you see hot. the like Alcoa looking wheels on that long holer? Yeah, that'd be freaking awesome. Like, you get me some, some really good, nice looking, flashy wheels on there with some good highway tires. Because again, they're they're this is the towing guy. Yeah, you know they're they're not putting some some the the shittiest. You know, highway tire, highway towing tires I can. Let's get some good brand name tires on there. Yeah. Make it a towing edition. Give it some extra gauges. Give it a factory air compressor. Give yep. it like, just make it air ride. Do yeah, do air ride. Dually with ram boxes. Ram okay? boxes. Because you need the storage for and straps. And for honestly, all sorts of stuff. most yeah. of these guys are not. They're the the long hauler guys. Like okay, bed space is nice, but for the most part, you're towing. Yeah. Okay. Having lockable factory storage would be absolutely crazy. Yeah. It, also, imagine if they did ram boxes and actually utilized the hump from dualies from a dually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made it. Yeah. Ram, get at me. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Ben at diesel Tyler at diesel Don't worry, we got it all sketched out. We got a couple of cocktail napkins. Yeah. It's all it's all finalized, real scientific all shit. All up in here. This is yeah. a steel trap. I got about <laughs> fifteen post-it notes with everything you need on there. Yeah. No, I think it'd be. I think it'd be cool. I think that would be, but it's probably not going to happen. No, I. I think a lot of these companies are kind of posturing the whole like electric thing, mm -hmm. but they ain't really doing it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they are doing it, but they're not like putting all their chips in that on that bet. I don't think you're going to see any any diesel truck movement as far as like like I think everybody's plateauing right now. Everybody's kind of pumping the brakes. Until the next presidential election, yeah, personally, because we we did see like where where Ford paused taking orders on new trucks. Um, I don't know if every other manufacturer is gonna you know partake in that or not, but I think you're gonna see a pause in the and it's bad for us because we're in the aftermarket truck market, you know? right? But the I think you're gonna see a pause in in OEM diesel. You know, I can actually I can see it both ways. You're gonna see a pause by those that are waiting to see what happens. And then they're going to move forward, or and this is this is honestly where like this is a Ram move, okay? Or you're going to see because this is the SRT and the van move, yeah. <laughs> or you're going to see like, hey guys, we don't know what's going to happen in like two and a half years. 
So we've got two and a half years to do as much badass shit as we can think of. Yeah. So go get Daryl, the guy that put the SRT in the van. Yeah. Get him over here. Let's go buck. Yeah. Let's like, get him, let's get him drunk and see what he yeah. comes up with. Let's get him drunk. <laughs> we'll, we'll steal the keys to his Camaro. Yeah. And <laughs> he, he, seriously. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. No, I I think as far as new manufacturers like or manufacturers that you know, still like Ram is the one that's like, they just give you that feeling of like yeah we don't care, yeah. Uh, well, it all goes back to we're that. We're here to party and make cool shit. What was that <laughs> ad they have where it's like George Washington riding into the revolution? Not, not George Washington. Uh, was it George Washington like riding into battle in a in a, in a Challenger or a Charger or something like that? Or was it was it on a stage? What's that? Abraham Lincoln, or was it? Was it Lincoln? I, I have no idea. No, I, th- I thought it was like they had the best commercials. They like the, yeah, the, they always did. Yeah. I'm going to find it right here. I guarantee you that's. I, I think I think it was George Washington. They they did like all. Like, I think it was like, George Washington. Like revolutionary yeah. American moments, and they all happened to be driving Chargers. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's, yeah, I, yeah, it's epic. Every, all, I feel like all the other manufacturers are like doing like the yeah. old, like Dodge pe- George Washington commercial. Yeah, <laughs> original George Washington Challenger. Yeah, <laughs> you can't see right there, but like you see his face. Oh, we're watching yeah. that after with, this with, episode with the white curly wig hair yeah. and a Challenger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 seriously, seriously. No, oh, that's epic. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all I got for this episode. Yeah. That Ladies and gentlemen, a, I had no idea we were at already almost an hour. And yeah. that was just kind of an off the cuff, like it was kind of random one. But that being said, uh, thanks everyone for tuning in again. Episodes come out every Thursday. Make sure and check out our Instagram page every Wednesday, right around 5 p.m. Pacific time for a live chat interview beers with the boys, whatever you want to call it. And uh, we appreciate every single one of you. Make sure and let us know if you order from us because we got to keep the wheels going. We're business, straight yeah. up. Yeah. All right, folks. Corey, anything else? Corey, what's your favorite band? Hands down, go. Bring me the horizon. Corey's favorite band. Bring me the horizon. Totally understand why, Tyler. Uh, I like uh, Tyler Childers, Hardy. Uh, those are probably my two favorite right now. I, kind of I, new and kind of well. He's like Appala- Appalachian, like kind of. Mm-hmm. Old style country, but new. Yeah. Uh, Newer. Like Corey, I have a hard time naming my favorite number one band. I think Bring Me the Horizon is a great one. Um, if I had to nail it down, and it's very hard for me, I probably would go Deftones. But a close second, it's going to sound crazy, Rebel Sun. Never heard of them. It's two guys. <laughs> They're from the South. They've put out an album every year for about 19, 20 years. <laughs> They've got everything from really, really traditional Southern-style country to also just redneck, like, ev- everything you'd... I'm going to pick up a human and hit you with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> all that, right, that all type right. of shit. So, yeah. If you haven't checked them out, check them out now. That's your music rec- or recommendation for the week. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.